This is Dating Over 30 Sucks, the podcast. I am Shawnice, your host, and I have a very, very special guest. Uh. My good friend <laughs> from like forever and ever and ever, Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Uh, hello. You can call me A-A-Ron. A-A-Ron, you didn't fuck up. I sure did fuck up. I'm not going to lie to you. A-A-Ron. Okay, so my good friend A-A-Ron. We'll just edit that. Yes. I'm happy to have you on here. Absolutely. I'm I'm it's a pleasure. I think I've been uh, anticipating since maybe last year. Yeah, cuz I feel like when we started because we had so many mutual friends that we knew mm-hmm. who were on the podcast, it only made sense that it's funny when I put stuff out there and it would be like friends are like, "Yo, you have so I got to be on there. You got to have Yeah, I got to be on there like <laughs> And I, who am I to say no? Um, yes. So, no, it, it's dope to have you on here because we have known each other forever. Ever, you, yes. You know how long we've known each other? What guesstimate do you have? Okay, so I came in, oh, let's see. I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say 10 plus years. Yeah. We've That's not, safe I, to yeah. say. We'll say, yeah, safely ten to plus say years. 10 plus years and... There's so much that we've gone through, and so this is going to be a super, super fun episode, because we're going to jump right into it. So We might have to do another two <laughs> volumes. <laughs> I don't know. Volume two. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, we'll jump in with the very, very first question that I love to ask all of my guests, which is, why do you think dating over 30 sucks? Oh, man. Dating over 30 sucks because of the still developing and also indecisiveness on both parties, whether it be men or women. Mm-hmm. And I really think uh, dating ultimately sucks because of... Ooh. We said, this is called dating over 30 sucks. He said dating ultimately, ultimately. <laughs> <laughs> That word ultimately is a key word. It sucks because of the, just the change in selection or preference because mm. everything is... It's, it's a constant change and you're like, you want something new. And when you see something like, damn, I want that. Can I incorporate in, can I, can I incorporate in the, that in the man that I want, you know? And it's just like, it's a give and take. So, you know, it's interesting. The idea of like that ever changing. Cause you're right. It's like, there's that moment you're like, Oh, these are the things I want. These things, you like wait. In a man, they doing this in too? a woman, yeah. And I kind of want some of that too. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I want some of that too. Like, yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I never thought about that concept. And yeah, the dating over thirty, I guess, an additional sucks because you're thinking you're supposed to be some somebody, something, or somewhere mm-hmm. to fit the criteria of what you would want to gravitate. Okay. I want to I want to gravitate a woman who knows what she wants in life, mm-hmm. knows what she's doing and isn't in the limbo of like, "Oh, I'm uh I'm trying to figure out how to scam my baby daddy or I'm trying to figure out how to make the next buck by scamming another nigga or it's not about I guess in a sense it's just like you I'm looking for somebody or mm-hmm. I guess men in my window yeah. are looking for somebody to fit in the criteria and vice versa. Okay. So So you think like we're out of that superficial stage. Yeah. Some of the superficial isms, yeah. if you will. When you're in your 30s, you're kind of just, I guess you're looking for somebody who can 
who can adjust mm. and you know the time is there if you can everybody has the time yeah everybody has that skill of time mm-hmm. putting in time yeah. like going to jail you can put in time of a one year two year yeah. three year five year relationship you can put in that time like jail yeah but it's just like <laughs> but it's just like can you are you, you, relationships you to jail? are you <laughs> able to when you know it's just like foolproof can you stick around mm, and yeah. it's when you're thinking about longevity, mm-hmm. that that uh, window of marriage, and I think we talked about that earlier, like mm-hmm. the the traditional sense of marriage, like you meet someone, you talk to them for a certain amount of years or increment of time. Oh, well, this is supposed to happen after we talk for three, four, or five years. Oh, yeah. This is supposed to happen. Like that, that step thing, or like that check. The next like, step is okay, what they call we've been it. Together for a year, check. Okay, marriage, right? Check. Do we like, know enough about each other? Check. Yeah, yeah we do. We do. So let's go ahead to the next. Yeah, step. so yeah, like, yeah it, it's it's more like now it's more, you know, I feel like it's a natural feel. Me, mm-hmm. I'm. I just okay. want a natural vibe, natural feeling, and the traditional sense of let's go to the courthouse, let's have mm-hmm. this ceremony is kind of is kind of demoting. Uh, the trueness of what we really want, or what, because everybody wants a show. That oh, marriage okay. is a show, and you know we have to put that on, and then we have to go through action after the marriage is over. We're going through real life yeah. situations. That wedding, I get, I get what you're saying. Like, yeah. so are you? And I know we talked about it, but are you someone? Do you think you'll ever get married? I think we're mid thirties now. Pat, I, I, so do you think you get married? Do I think I will get married? I know that marriage is something that can happen. Oh, but do I think that I'll get? I know that marriage. I know that marriage is something that can happen. Politician answer ever. <laughs> you know, I'm a history major, so yeah, I gotta have that. Like, uh, well, there's gonna history. be a chick who's listening. Like, so that nigga ain't getting married. <laughs> I'm a politician as so, answer. So yeah, so history, political science uh, major. I, as far as like, I would think. Marriage, the, the the sound of marriage sounds entertaining, but the thought of it compared, you know, mm-hmm. when you take an experience of of uh, yourself and then experience of others who are married, mm. you're probably shaking your head to the left and right. Yeah. You know, I, for me, when it came to marriage and kids, a part of it was because of my career. I had worked mm-hmm. in school systems. And I did a lot of the back end stuff with schools. And so I used to see the nastiness. Wow. And it wasn't every kid in the school, but it was enough. <laughs> you know, I've, I've looked at my fair share of custody agreements, official, unofficial, and seeing, I've seen so much of the nasty side of it yeah. that I'm just like, let me just have a partner. Like, yeah, yeah. that's. I, I've been saying like the, my since my I turned thirty five a few months ago I have really been on my like Oprah and Stedman have a good thing going, going. now what people want to have rumors about is not my business but the idea is Oprah's like I'm not gonna marry this man if he loves me and he enjoys me he'll be with me and if he don't he can leave and we don't gotta worry about money or this or <laughs> like, that or, right. or break property. We don't gotta worry about any of that. So to me, I feel like your love for that person has to be even stronger. Mm. My feelings is my love for you has to be even stronger if we go into a partnership. Because 
I know that you're with me and I'm with you because we genuinely want to be with each other. Mm -hmm. And at no point in time do you have to sit here and stop one day and be like, this hoe got on my nerves today. (laughs) She's been getting on my nerves for the past two months. I really just don't want to be with her. I'm going to leave and feel completely unobligated with anything. Whereas if it's a marriage, you're constantly thinking like, well, I mean, can I leave? I mean, I did say till death do us part. And, you know, we do have a house. We got this and we... I, you know, because when you think about divorce, there's mm-hmm. so much that comes with that. You know, if you have kids, if you have property together and stuff like that. Whereas if we have a mutual partnership and we fool Oprah and Stedman, Stedman can get off that ranch at any point in time. Mm-hmm. I agree. Stedman can leave. <laughs> and Oprah don't have to sit here and be like, you can cry, get your girls together. Y'all can watch Waiting to Exhale, get wine, drink sherbet and cry and mm-hmm. therapize over it and you can move on. But she doesn't ever have to go and be like, damn, now I got to get a lawyer. Now I got to go to this process. And I got to go downtown and file. And she don't have to do any of that shit. It's like, Stedman mm. ain't here no more. All right. Yeah. So but the fact that Stedman does stay with her, regardless, it shows like that love. Because he wakes up every day and is like, I want to be here. That's what we think. That's what we want to think. Yeah, yeah. But, it, but, but and also, yeah. Stedman doesn't want to. He has a three-bedroom, Stedman three-bed probably house got, on, the, <laughs> on the property. Stedman probably got his own property. Like, I don't want to see you today, bitch. Like, like, we <laughs> all know Stedman has, his guest house is everybody's actual house. So, mm-hmm. like, Stedman also has, they have the blessing of being like, I don't want to see that hoe, that's cool. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to go pick some avocados, make me a salad. If I see her, I see if I don't. I hope I don't. Then I'm good. But I think mm-hmm. when it comes to being over 30... When it comes to dating, there's you. When it comes to dating and thinking about marriage Mm. and what that looks like, to me, I've definitely been leaning more into the non-traditional route, which is just a partnership. You know, we can have a good partnership and we can continue to grow and love each other and get to a point where things like you know, uh, medical, you know. having those legal rights to make medical decisions, you know, into life decisions and, and, and decisions about finances and stuff like that. In case of an emergency, we can work those things out legally where we don't have to get married. And I I think some people don't realize how easy it is. Like (laughs) it wasn't until I got like my new job and I'm like setting up paperwork. I'm like, this is kind of easy to just like, exactly. Like surgery. And they literally were like, who makes the decisions for end of life? And I was like, like oh, my mom. I like wrote my mom's name down and her <laughs> phone number. And they're like, cool. I was like, so you don't, so they're like, this is all we're going to go by. We're going to call this woman and she's going to make the decision. And that's just going to be that on that. So I'm like, some of these decisions you don't have to get married to make. Like you can just sign paperwork. Sign the paperwork and, and keep it moving. Notarize it and, and you can be good. So I want to jump right into like one of our topics, um, which is parenting and dating. Because you're a dad, I am a proud. My friend is and a developing proud dad. Papa. He's I'm, a papa. I've told my kids. Do they call you Aaron or do they call you Dad? <laughs> well, I've told my kids like on a humorous level. Hey, can you call me Papa? They were like, No. What? They were like, No, <laughs> I'm not calling not. you Papa. <laughs> like Aaron, get out of my face. <laughs> it, what do they call you? So they call me dad or daddy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've heard my daughter call me by my first name, and I think that's just you know, and you know, by my 
her mom, you know, mm-hmm. just, hey, you need to know your dad's first name. But it's just like we grew up in that, like, you call your dad your dad. You never mm-hmm. call him by their first name. But we're in, you know, it's just like I don't care if you call me by my first name. You know my first name? Good. Yeah, okay. And if you use my first name, I know why you're using it. Okay. So, um, overall, dating. Dating as a dad. Let's start with dating. Yeah. Dating as a like? dad. Dating as a dad is more, uh, it's more of a like when you're thinking, you start thinking in a bigger picture. Okay. I've um, been in situations where there's a there's interaction with. <laughs> Let me stop. I, we don't have rights to any of these things that I sing, so never mind. Inter- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were gonna make our own rights. So I've been in situations um, where. There's a, a, you know, another person, another woman, mm-hmm. and you're thinking about the connection of you and how the connection of the, the child of the child can fit in. Okay. And it 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 kind of gets like, oh well, they're young, they're young, you know, the child's young. It's just like, oh, I like the way this person is, the behavior, the actions that incorporate with. Hanging out with this person. Okay. Of course, that a child like mine, they're like, oh, this person is fun. But when you're thinking as an adult, you're like, okay, is this going to be a long-term thing? Is this going to be a short-term thing? I've and like how that fits in. Yeah, how that fits in. Like the person, the kid likes this person, but it's just like you don't really know this person. Like from a male's perspective, I could – I've been in a situation where I've been, you know, spoken with a woman for more than three months. And it's just like, oh, I love your daughter. The daughter, you know, my daughter Mm -hmm. loves the interaction. But it's just like the adult level of the connection is not there. The kid could like all of the front. Yeah. What's supposed to be presented to a kid. Oh, we're having a good time. We're making cupcakes and all of that. But then it's just like on an adult level, it's just like, I think the situation with the prior uh, uh, engagement that I was with was like, it was like, you're here, your daughter's fine. Uh, why can't you just let go and spend the time we have together and be okay with your daughter's time that shared with that? And it's just like, well. Oh, okay, I kind of get it. So you're saying like, that she. She wasn't making the connection of like just the y'all time and that being significant. Yeah, like I was like I was like my daughter the the time I spend with my daughter is you know important, mm-hmm. but it doesn't always have to consist of another person. And a, okay. the, even though the other person's a woman and they like oh I'm a you know woman to daughter type of type of thing I was like um well I'm a man mm-hmm. and the daughter the time that I have with my daughter is important and the time. And the the way she observes that I spend time with other women that that oh. isn't her mom. Okay, okay, is I important. Get what you're so if we're like in a situation where it's like three nights in a row where I'm staying with this person, it's just like, well, Dad, are we gonna go home? It's like questions like, well, aren't you having a what good time with about? this oh, okay. person, this woman, or it's like, well, I, you know, her. The response, I'm, you know, of course, she's like young, so she doesn't really know how to interpret the actual mm-hmm. actions. Says, well, well, I just want to go home. I just kind of want to be just me and you, Dad. And it's uh, just like, 
Oh, okay. Yeah. So when the other person doesn't ex- understand, even though she's a woman, it's just like some women are in the stage where like they need that personal time. Yeah. They need to know that the man can control that personal time with them. And it's just like, it's hard to, to get that balance. To get that balance when like I have a daughter, I'm speaking with a woman. And you, you were once a daughter. Like, yeah. do you but not? I also feel like you probably have to be conscious too about the relationship you're having with another woman. That's not your child's mother. Correct. Too, right. Like, yeah. And, and it can create some type of attention type of com- mm. competition. Cause lo and behold, some women can be kind of envious of the relationship that men have with their daughters. And, you know, that's from experience where I've heard a woman personally explain, I'm kind of envious of the relationship that you've had with your daughter because it's so tight knit. I didn't have that with my daughter. Some women have that abandonment issue, not, not to say all women, but some women and it's, it's understandable, but it's just like, that's the conflict I've had. So in this case where now I'm, I don't, I don't really have a connection that deep of a connection that I had, you know, prior to the woman I was with. It's just like, I understand now women need a certain attention. Mm, Okay. And the attention that I give to my daughter patterns, how she'll see men. Yeah. Or how she'll want to see a man or how she'll want to, or the, the, even the interest in men that she will, you know, have an interest in it'll be a profound like mark. So it's just like, okay, I need to tread on how I move the people I involve, um, the women I involve, because that's all a pattern and it's all reflective of how I grew up. Yeah. I saw my, my, my dad with certain amount with the certain women. I saw my mother with certain, uh, certain men. It's, it's such a bigger picture as a parent. So you, so it's so interesting because I'm like, I was just on a podcast and I've talked about it on this one too, about, Mm -hmm. you know, from a female's perspective, specifically speaking from a single female, no kids. Okay. Dating men with kids. Mm. And it is complicated. (laughs) It is. Right. It it is. And being over 30, like when when I was under 30, I was like, fuck no, ain't dating men with kids. Don't got time. (laughs) Don't No, 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 no. But when you're over 30, Dating a man or a woman, you know, dating a man or a woman who have kids, it is kind of just one of those things that you do kind of let go of. Like, yeah. they say you still prefer it, but most likely you're going to be, you're going to run into a good guy or a good woman who has kids. Yeah. And to me, I always say there's that second, there's that uh, appendices you have to go to with guys when you're dating who have kids. Mm-hmm. And it, it is things like that. Like, Okay, well, how many kids and what are your relation? What is your relationship like with the kids? How often do you have the kids? What is your relationship like with their parent? You know, with their mom or their dad? You know, what is how does that dynamic work? How do you feel about this relationship and moving forward? And when do you feel comfortable, mm-hmm. you know, bringing me around the kids or can oh, we talk man. about that? You know, like I know, I've known guys who are like, I generally don't bring a woman around unless we're very serious. Like you're. Correct. Cause I don't want you in my, I don't want to introduce you to my kids as some, like a friend and then you're gone. And then they're like, well, what happened? To what happened one? to her question? Yeah. Those yeah, questions. Or- like you got to answer to, even yeah. though it's an easy, easy question for you. Like, Oh, he don't, he ain't around. He, he, yeah. well, we I'm had adult friend, issues. Not, yeah. yeah. But you, 
you know, kids get attached, you know, and, and for me as a woman, I, and you know, I've shared this with you. I've talked about it. Like I don't have as strong of a maternal sense. Mm -hmm. So for me to build a relationship with a kid takes a lot for me, especially (laughs) it does. Like my nephew, of course, it's nothing. That's my baby. That's, you know, that's, we share DNA. But for kids I don't know from a guy I'm dating, it is a little tougher because I'm like, well, how do I act around this kid? And 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 what if we do bond and this doesn't mm. work out? And I do want to make sure we are at that point where it's like, if you're bringing me around your kids, they're going to know me. They're going to get to know more about me. And we are going to have to build a relationship um, because similar, I'm like, I don't, I, I get cautious if it's a guy and he's like, yeah, you can meet my kids tomorrow. And I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Uh-uh, no. no, 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 no. You're not thinking about that bond. Yeah. And like, you got a lot. You're just willy-nilly <laughs> like, I don't care who meets my kids. I'm because, like, the fuck is wrong with you? Well, because it, it's that sense of, it's that sense of like, it's almost like a, it's almost like a barrier to, mm-hmm. to bound over. It's just like, look, if you have this stigma about children or the men who have children or women who have children mm-hmm. on both ends, it's just like get over it because it's another human being. If you're involved in my life, you need to be thrusted into this because this is Ooh. a priority. Aaron's going to thrust us in it. Just yes, thrust us. Pelvic thrust because that's what <laughs> pelvic thrust ca- created the kids. <laughs> that's so, so wild. Yeah, you have, you, you have to almost thrust somebody, but at the same time, if you can read the person you can know like okay mm-hmm. if you announce hey i have kids and you can like oh body like lang- body language speaks highly yeah. body language should be a high regard on any male or female women or yeah so yeah even when you're dating that's something you read when you say i have kids if you know how to read body language okay. that's the thing people don't take that left foot right foot slant they don't yeah. they don't take that into cause because they're like it's it's just an anomaly, but overall, you have men and women who get in relationships with men and women who have kids, and they don't really take in the actual practice of parenting because the person who doesn't have kids, they're not thinking of kids as a priority. They're like, oh well, you got to handle. No, but actually, it's it's more like if you really want to be involved with that that person's life you have to ask those tough questions or those considerate questions like how involved are you are your kid with your kid because if you're are then you are a good parent but if you're not i don't know how does that work because you know now i think about it is when you say involvement that also means that also would be a telling sign of like well if he's really involved and i'm gonna be involved with him that means i'm gonna now have to be really involved right because like yeah like that's crazy because, like, I never thought about that because it's like, if he's like, yeah, well, I'm really involved. I have my kids on these days and this and the other. My thought, I think in my 20s, my thought was, well, he doesn't have time for me because he's mm. spending all his time with his kids. Yeah. Whereas now at 30, if you were, like, if you were to tell me, like, yeah, these are my kids and this is how involved I am. For me, I'm thinking, wow. okay, so he's really involved with his kids. That means if I'm going to be with him, I'm going to have to be really involved mm-hmm. with his kids. I'm going to have to build this relationship. If his kids are active in sports, like that's something I'm going to have to be involved in because that's a part of your makeup. That's part of your life. Exactly. And it's just like, yeah. it was there before you, before you entered in. Absolutely. And, um, it, a lot of women beg for more than they can bargain for mm. in a situation like that. 
where they're like, oh, this is the perfect setup that makes me look like the quote unquote stepmom. Yeah. Mom is what they're hearing. Or a they want to have a mom. bonus mom. That's what that's my um that's what my uh, daughter's mom called her uh ex fiance, bonus dad. Oh, and I yeah. got hip and I was like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So it's just like an extra encouragement for or of of um it's an extra current encouragement of manhood yeah and what she would you know need to learn or level out or yeah. leverage it's with like I, got, I got some fun extra stuff that goes yeah I'm, it's it. not just mom it's yeah. this other guy who plays my dad which is and understood he, and I think he also puts it in like i like the idea of like bonus mom and bonus dads because it also takes away the idea of like evil step parent yeah you know, i'm like step parents <laughs> generally get a really bad rap right exactly and i think when you call people like that's my bonus daughter it's like I got extra points, you know, I, I'm doing, I got this mm -hmm. great thing and I got even something even better. Mm -hmm. Like that's how I look at it when people say bonus and it, I feel like it just gives a more positive connotation. And what I think has also evolved is I've noticed people who do have bonus kids, right? Mm -hmm. I've noticed that it just brings that bond even closer because you're not looking at it like, Oh, I'm step or I'm just half for your mom or I'm just yeah. the addition. It's more like, no, I'm getting more. Like I, um, I cherish this relationship even mm -hmm. more because you're the extra prize that I got <laughs> with your dad or your mom, right? So um, one thing that's really interesting because you know our mutual friend Gabby was on the show. Yes, shout uh, out to Gabby, Gabby. Well, that we Gabby. go way back middle school, like. Gab oh yeah, I forgot you and Gabs like. We went to middle school. Yeah, she. Went to middle school we, I think we went out for like three months. Oh my god! <laughs> bum, bum, bum. No, so yeah, so Gab's on the show, uh -huh. and one of the highlights is that she's like, you know, look, yeah, I'm a mom, mm -hmm. but like, moms fuck, like moms have moms kids. definitely fuck. Mom, I like to fuck. Milf is a is a real thing it here. It is, but <laughs> I'm curious, you know, even though you have three kids, right? You have Benbinos, right? How is your sex drive different? in your 30s now versus, <laughs> you know, in your 20s and how things change now as an adult. Because, like, to me, I always thought, like, because we've known each other for so long. So long, yeah. I'm like, I know Aaron's probably chill now. He's probably <laughs> so down. You know, you got kids. So it's like, look, I ain't out here wilding like I used to back in the day. Right. We used to, we, enjoy, we lived our lives. We enjoyed college. Oh, we practice. sure did. We <laughs> Especially being over 30, obviously I've slowed down. You know, access to the plethora of men you have when you're in college and live in a college town is way different when you're an adult. Um, but I'm curious, have you have you slowed it on down? Have things slowed down or you know, I I don't have control of this body sometimes. <laughs> you don't have control of this no, body? No, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, no, no cap. So my sex drive it's more it's more controlled because it's more of a mental thing for me wow so you, in your 30s you think now it's it's more mental. it's more mental and i you know i guess if i have to apply astrology i'm a sagittarius so okay yeah um it's more a mental thing for me uh and that's through my experiences. I can't speak for anybody else, mm -hmm. but my sex drive, it I feel like I'm I'm more I'm more of an intellectual deviant. Okay. <laughs> let me let me 
let me break, elaborate break it that. Okay, us. so okay. E, intellectual deviant, meaning like, of course, you know what you want, you know what you like, but it's just like, I can look at somebody and it's just like, I know you don't know what you're doing. Okay. Like, you've never done this. You're bluffing. You want to know about this life type okay. of thing. And it's just like one of those things. Once you get someone started, or once you try, or once you, you know, try anything once, if you don't like it, don't do not do it again. If you like it, then you, 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 tr go. you tread more deeper into the water. So my I feel like my, my I guess my libido, okay. sexual drive, is, is it's almost like the same, but it's just like whoever can handle or even get into the water to test it, it's like, all right, you with it. And, you know, I'm not into, I'm not into getting with multiple females. It's just like, if I can just find that one person oh. that's into it, it's it's all good. And when it. Just one? Mm, <laughs> I'm okay. not running a, I'm not running not a. saying he was out. <laughs> Throwing dick everywhere. Yo, but I'm just saying, love. you know, when you're in college, I feel like when you're in your in college and especially like in your twenties, like Yeah, in your twenties. You're not having those deep sexual experiences. Is that what you're trying to say? Like Well, when you're in college, you're understanding what deep sexual feelings are. Like you can mm -hmm. have it with one and then you have it with another and another and another. And you know, I guess I I'll be you know, blank it like I'll be blank like um you know, I was in a, I, w I was doing a lot. I guess like the typical thing that any yeah. college, you know, just exploring and it just turned into like, oh, I'm exploring sexually now. Okay. So, um, you know, I got into a point where I was, you know, dipping in the, okay. So I was, I was a stripper. I was doing like, ex yeah. I was <laughs> at one point, I think you was, you was managing like one of the parties. So, okay. I'm so glad you. <laughs> You mentioned it. I was mm -hmm. going to, but I'm glad you mentioned it. Mm -hmm. I have told people this. I was like, yeah, I managed my friends who are strippers. Like we did a few parties mm -hmm. and, you know, we worked on acts and stuff like that. Oh, and I have so many that. people who are just like, <laughs> you're bullshitting. There's no way nah. you did that. And I'm like, I, I was like, first off, these were three of my friends mm -hmm. and they were doing these events and parties and it was a little chaotic and i was like look i'll manage i'll help y'all yeah and it was literally like <laughs> I, I remember one time we like was i, I think we was in one of y'all's rooms and it was like okay look we we want to get it more together like we need to be more cohesive i was like cool let's work on the act and we spent like an evening working, <laughs> working on, on it. the act we yeah. did and then y'all did it and like literally like i was collecting money i was making sure these bitches like doors locked what is the setup da -da 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 -da. Yeah. And like people, <laughs> we thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, people legitimately don't believe this story, and I'm just like, what would I? Why would I lie about? Yeah, that? I'm not now, gonna mention. Could've, <laughs> we could've, and the crazy thing is, we could have really, we could have killed. Yeah, I don't think we knew the market, and I don't think we knew. I don't nah. think we knew what we had, but we could have killed because this is all before like um magic mike and all those you know this movies. is all before like the a, a lot of shit yeah, yeah like, so like we were tech what we were doing i think was a little ahead and i think it, we we had a good thing but 
Nonetheless, okay. So it was a it was, it a, was good, a good right, time. Yeah. We we had a we had a little mini run. We could have did more, but but oh, it was what it was. But, but yeah, motherfuckers be thinking I'm lying. <laughs> People think I lie about. I'm like, why would I? Why would nah, I it's like Sassy was handling the bag while we were sitting there like shaking our dinglings. <laughs> yeah, it's like had a. I was like, why don't y'all do this? And it's like, yeah. how does this feel? And I'm like, eh, it ain't. That might not be. Yeah, like, she was. Different. She was literally setting up the parties, and we were like just there. But overall, like when it when it comes to just the variety of women from then today. Oh, yeah. It is, it's, it's, it's crazy different because of experience. And mm-hmm. you take, you apply a lot of experience to the moments you reflect. And I think anybody in their 30s does that. Like, mm-hmm. they'll take a situation where, like, they knew somebody did something and then they're, like, they're holding it over their heads. Or not, like, in a sense of turmoil, but, like, that's an experience that if I see this person, this is what I'm going to remember. Mm-hmm. And they hold it over their heads. It's like, this is something either a great moment or a shameful moment. It's just like, just treat it like a moment. So are you now having more in-depth moments? Yeah. I would say I'm having more sexually uh, in the the small margin that I have had as far as like uh, from my last relationship. It, it has been more like, it's been more selective. I've had preference. Really? I've actually gained a standard for myself because I'm usually like, I'll take you. Whatever you got, big, small, fat, round, skinny as a pole. Like, you ain't never did this. Like, this is your first time. Like, Boom, let's go. Like, I was, I was just willing to either enjoy the experience or give the experience to someone else because He's I was lover, willing y'all. I was yeah I'm a lover damn you, you hit that right on the head like I was a lover you're, you're, yeah I mean just outside of sexually and just so everyone knows no we've never had sex no, together we're, we're we, friends we've I've seen you kind of naked we went skinny dipping yeah we've been skinny dipping we so. went skinny dipping a lot we went skinny dipping a lot we went skinny dipping a lot. Yo, that oh, shit yeah. just came natural. Like when we I just tell be you, like, what y'all doing? We're gonna go skipping. We're gonna skipping Yeah, we just going at the okay. pool. I remember like when we used to be at the pool and the co- like security mm-hmm. be like, "Hey, what are you guys doing?" Like, "Oh, um, well, you guys gotta be out of here." Well, but <laughs> one time the the security was like. I'm gonna be back in like 30 minutes. Y'all yeah, <laughs> like he was 30 like I'm minutes. gonna give y'all a minute, but he was like, when I be back, y'all gotta be out of here. I'm like, yo, like, all right, swim, 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 swim. It was like, okay, it's been like 20 minutes. We gotta go. Oh, we gotta go. But yeah, <laughs> we, we skinny dipped several times, so we technically, yes, we've seen each other naked. That used to a be a lot of people who probably heard this podcast who've seen me naked. So not yeah, <laughs> it's but it's, it's interesting because. You know, I've always looked at you as someone who has been completely and fully in tune with your sexuality. I am. And I think there's a difference because there's some people who will look at him and be like, oh, well, he's just a freak. And he's because we used to use that term, right? Like, oh, he's a freak. He's yeah. a freak. And I'm like, I think he just is in tune with his sexuality. He is enjoying giving and getting pleasure and he's. Mm-hmm. diving straight into it literally or physically and that's just what he wants to do and so i've always, i've never looked at you as like a freak i've just always been like aaron's is very in tune with himself sexually and of course i know some of the women you've had sex with and they're like yeah he'll he be doing some things like yeah. he taught me some things I'm, like, oh, <laughs> I'm well, naturally <laughs> i'm naturally innate like to what i like and i've tested the waters on you know on a few things and 
you know, I'm I'm comfortable with my sexuality to say like, you know, during certain times, it's like I've experienced with, uh, with female and male. It's just like I know what I like and I li- and I don't like, and it's just like okay, let me let me just be upfront about what I don't like and what I do like, and that would if even if you're not expressing that to everybody, it's more like what do you know that you like, and I think that's the generation now. It's just like, what do you like? What don't you like? And what are you comfortable exposing publicly? Mm, true. And even if you aren't ex- comfortably exposing it publicly, it's just, just like it's yours to keep. It's your experience to keep because your experience is I go by this quote. Life is 10 percent experience, 90 mm-hmm. percent response. Okay. So if you don't like something, you're not going to do it again. Mm-hmm. But if you like something and you want to make sure you'll you test the waters and it's more like an experience. It's more like an experiment experiment. Yeah. So it's just like, all right, I like it. I don't like, or I like it. And I'm like, I know how to manage my pleasure on that. Or I know how to be selective. Like I said, like mm-hmm. I have a preference. I have a preference on if I can feel your vibe, chill with you, get to know you. It's so like, I'm comfortable with bringing you in this circle of what I like to do and what I don't like to do. Exploring the sex dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. (laughs) So, you know, and I think that one thing when we talk about, like, dating over 30, Mm -hmm. I think when it comes to the sex part of it and sexuality, I feel like I'm having, I'm definitely having better sex Mm -hmm. over 30 than I was under. I think I am having, yeah, I agree. But I think it's because, I know it's because if I don't like something, I'm saying it. And not later, like, so you know when we did this, I didn't really like it. It's like, there are times that I'm like, this ain't it. Uh-uh. Oh, I'm, uh-uh. oh, man. <laughs> I know? think. No, oh, you, you do this. <laughs> no, I don't like that. This don't feel good. Nope, 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 nope. Oh, nope. I want a woman to know when they're not doing something wrong because it's it's more, it's not a, it's not a moment of like em- embarrassment or humiliation. It's more like, I want you to know what you're good at and yeah. I want you to know what you need to work at. And a lot of men are going to step in that step in that position to be like it's it's hard to find a time or a good or right time to hey, this is what you need to do. But if you're if you have it's that tactful way of saying it. It is a tactful way of saying it, but it's just it's one of those things like you have to have that connection with that person to know that what I'm saying to you is not malicious. Yeah. What I'm saying to you is more like, I like what we have. I know you're doing what you're doing naturally. And I'm not trying to tell you to get better. But this is not pleasing. But this way. isn't pleasing me. If you're going to, con- if you, if you see some, if you see me as someone that wants to continue to please me. Okay. So that's when, you know, it's just like, well, what do I need to do? It's just like, well, not, what do you need to do? What would you like to do? Come on, because there's a difference be between. It's not about what you need to do. It's it's a difference between needs, wants, and you know yeah. what I like and what I don't like or what you prefer. Yeah. So if you have that, it's all about communication when yeah. it comes to that level of like uh, deviancy yeah. to me. But you know, (laughs) what you're saying is 100% true because as we get older, Older. to me, I don't, I do believe my sex drive has slowed a little bit from my 20s. Mm -hmm. I think it slowed a little bit. Um, 
Not slow. It's slow. Yes. I think it's slowed down in a sense of like, I, it's not necessarily that I don't want it as much, Mm -hmm. but I'm not like pressed, if that makes sense. Like, so, you know, I think back of like when I was in grad, you know, when I live right up the street. Right. And I used to have three on my phone. Betty. Three dudes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Damn. So you remember when I was in grad school? Yeah. I, my, my life in grad school was work. I do remember a few of them. <laughs> my, my life in grad school was work, and I hung out with my friends. Right. And, and we if were I had a lot. any energy outside of that, that little 5% of energy, the last thing I needed was drama and niggas. Like, I was just like, you are, you. You coming through? Okay, bad. Less drama, more dick. That's all More strokage. Like, I, <laughs> I wasn't about the drama. I wasn't about trying to be in a relationship and figure this out. No. That's, I was like, look, I don't true. even have the capacity for that. This I only is got true. the capacity for you to come over here. If you bring weed, that's awesome. Uh, and we're getting to it, and then you're gone. We're like, going to call it. I got to be at the library in the anyway, <laughs> if so. you bring libations, that's cool. That's but cool I gotta too, be in the library. No, I, have, <laughs> after I, have, this. I have to study. I got work to do. Whatever, right? So yeah. then I think my drive was a lot higher, especially in my mid twenties. But then it's like once I got into my thirties, it's part of that selective thing, right? Because I'm like, now granted, those three guys are awesome uh, and 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 fulfilled and all that stuff, right? right. But now that I'm a little older, some of the I don't want to say weird shit, but some of the deviant things I might want to get into. Indeed. Yes, yes. Or yes. some of the, I feel like you also, when you're trying to connect with somebody, I feel like now over 30, you're at a point where you're like, am I connected with somebody I really fuck with? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. is this someone who I know I can say these things to and they're not going to take offense or I can say these things to and they're going to improve? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because back then it was like, well, I ain't going to really say nothing because... I may not know better or I'm not going to say anything because like, whatever, this is a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, and we out of here, right? <laughs> Whereas now, I'm just yeah. like, if you about to sit here and see all this stuff, you're like, and stretch marks, like, you better be somebody I really give a shit about, like, completely. Indeed. And I think it's 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 about the energy. Mm-hmm. As you get older, you think about, you know, you should, back then, you can give your energy into you know, a bunch a of bullshit. A little yeah. bit of everybody. If they going through some bullshit, like, girl, go do this, this, this. Back now, it's more like, you know what? I take my time mm-hmm. as money, just like I take my energy as something of my the value. value. Yeah. So everything becomes a value as you get older. And it's just like, you can do better. You okay with losing. Yeah. Because, you know, in the middle, you're gaining I'd rather, something much greater. I'd rather much be greater. like, damn, I really want to mess. Like, homecoming is the best example. Homecoming, whether it's the dick or the vagina and however oh you God. like it, generally it's an abundance at homecoming. Mm-hmm. You know, it just is what it is. It's just all about how it's you. It's just there. Mm-hmm. But to me, I remember in my 20s of homecoming, it was like hookup central. Yeah. But now as I'm a little older, I'm kind of like, I'm really good with hooking up. I'd rather just go to sleep. Like, I'd rather sleep, nap it out in the morning, hang out with my but girls. But if, I'm saying, but if something slides through, you'd be like, yes, like, yeah, like, oh, yeah, I still got it. Like, but you're not as pressed. Cause no. like you said, you're just kind of like, eh, I'm only in town for a night. It's kind of like, eh, it's it, not as big of a deal. And just because it's in abundance doesn't mean it's even worth it. Cause like, I've had friends who hooked up, I'm like, that was a waste. Cause that's another thing. I feel like now <laughs> when you're over 30, 
Do you notice yourself like over 30 when you mess with somebody, you'll be like, that was a pure waste of my time. And it's and like, it could be good. I've had it where it's like, no, it wasn't a bad sexual experience. It was just like, it was a waste. And I feel like in your 20s, we was just bumping and thumping all over the place. I don't think we ever had a point. I don't think there was ever a dude I was like, well, that was a waste of time. It was just like, well, dick was good, so on to the next. Like, That's pretty I much. I feel like it just, now you're a little, like you said, more selective. You, you kind of want to make that vibration with somebody. And so one of the next things I want to ask you, okay. being a male exotic dancer and someone who's into that, mm-hmm. how does that work as far as dating? Like, is that something, I mean, I'm assuming you're probably not meeting anybody at these events, but I mean, how does that work when it comes to dating? And, and okay. I, that, I guess technically it's still considered an alternative lifestyle, but what, how does that work with dating? And, and it's your a, side hustle. I'll it's a that. very private lifestyle mm-hmm. that I like to keep. Um, so let me just give you a little, sh- uh, um, you know, the back background so freshman year sophomore year college you know we broke Mm -hmm. you know so three three select guys that i knew like hey let's start doing this yeah and it went into you know all right we we having fun to like we can make some money off this yeah so you know, this isn't something new. All college, uh, you yeah, know, I learned did. that all kids yeah. in college, they do this. You know, you get a group of friends yeah. or, or one guy or two. They do this. This isn't anything new. So um, as far as like present, mm-hmm. um, I think it was a year ago, like after I broke up with a certain person, yeah, I, you know, was in a state of like, you know, I need to make some some money i need to have some income i was work i was working but it was just like i just need something to take away this thought of what's just happened with you know the person i was just in love with and oh. it was it was more like uh almost like a, a psychotherapy it wasn't the best therapy yeah. but it was just like it was the you only thing i knew to, so, yeah. yeah it was the only thing i knew that would i thought at the time would make me feel better and i was like well shit i'm you know, pleasing a lot of ladies, you know, sometimes it's men. Mm-hmm. The Not, money is with the men. And I, I'll i give detail of that because, you know, I'm a straight man, but, you know, I understand how everybody needs love. Everybody yeah. needs a little entertainment, you know, but you, you have your own limits. So um, dan- being an exotic dancer and, you know, being and dating or just being 30 and being an exotic dancer and dating all together it's one of those things like if she don't if if it's one of those things if you bring it in the conversation they're gonna ask Mm. what do you oh for real so you're a stripper that's you know thinking i'm on a pole you know don't get me wrong i've had (laughs) in my past i've had some ladies nights where you know i've had to dance on a pole and you know, get real. But the last show I did, that was one show I did in Charlotte. It was a private show. Mm-hmm. And it it was very, very aggressive women. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you. And that was another reason why I was there in, in college. Yeah. Some of those girls. Of those girl, I can tell you. Oh, like, God. Oh, my oh, God. I can name some names right now. Like, okay, okay. You know I can what? name some names right now back then. Like, Ooh. Central. I was just like, that oh, was, for real? Was the instance of one girl. I 
where I was like, oh, God, okay, we ain't even going to go there. Okay. No, we can't go now. there. Back to now. Back to okay, now. so now it's it's more like <laughs> I have a, I, lo- I, I like to entertain, mm-hmm. so I'll do that. Um, I know now that older women, mm-hmm. you know, they don't give a fuck. They, they'll, they'll do anything to get, you know, get what they want. Mm-hmm. And that's where it was just like, oh, whoa, you know. But um, just know now that the exotic dancing is, is a limited thing. Mm-hmm. I still get rings. I still get text messages from a certain group. You know, hey, we're doing this. Hey, can you make yourself available? Like, serious. I, oh, wow. Yeah. And so the market is still there. The market is still, even during Corona, you know, you have certain people who are looking for a private show, even even if it's just one person. Wow. Hey, can you come by? What are you doing? And they're, they're probably looking for more than that. Yeah. So that's where the money comes in. And, um, you know, I, it's one of those things I've always told people when they looked at it. And even, like I said, I would tell this story and all stuff. A lot of it is always, like, sex, prostitution, stripping. That's one of the oldest businesses oldest, in America, in, like, in the world. Sex is, that's always been a profitable mm-hmm. thing. And whether you want to look at prostitution or sex or dancing, it's mm-hmm. dirty or this, that, and the other. The thing is... It's always been here. It's always. never going. But wait, let me, let me, let me, let me uh, clear the case. Bro. I wasn't prostituting. No, he wasn't prostituting. Sorry. I wasn't Disclaimer. prostituting. Aaron yeah. I'm not a prostitute. I, I'm not I, a prostitute, saying, but you know, I was slanging. Like, like, you know, people talk about like, the bunny rancher, you know, people yeah. who are, sh- you know, even women, like, it's like women who are stripper, men who are strippers. And mm-hmm. it's like, look, this shit's been, this profession has been around. It is. Since the dawn of time. time. And it's a certain way people do things. And I, I do a certain, it's a certain way I do things. So, you know, I've had, I've, I've just had a scenario of, I've had certain scenarios where it's just like, you know, you got to learn to keep shit tight. Mm-hmm. So you don't have people just like, you know, treat you any kind of way. Because yeah. even as a man, like, like you, like a you think as a, yeah, you think as a man, like you take anything, but it's just like, you kind of have some creed about yourself. You got to have a creed about yourself when you're in this type of thing, because it can get out of control. And as wow. a young person, it it would, it used to get out of control where I was just like doing it very um not lucid things yeah and it's just like where you came in at a certain point it was like okay we're managing but then at at an older age you're like you don't want that looseness about yeah. what you're doing because anything could happen anything like could it's a business like it's you a business to, you have to your body is the business your body you know? is the and, and it, i it i simp- i sympathize with a lot of like you know i guess sex workers mm-hmm. women mostly yeah. because i guess in a market like that women you know they have a it's an up and down scale with men it is very it's very like finagly because i guess uh i'm someone who's very fluid mm-hmm. you know and i i can entertain a woman but i can also entertain a man but it's just like, hey, I have my certain limits. I know what I like and I don't like. Mm-hmm. So at an older age, at a at an older age, it's just like, 
and with kids. Yeah. That's where you like, you know what? I can start separate myself. And that's why I've like created ways of creating different ways of, you know, income. It's not, I don't have to go back to this, but I know if I needed to, if I ever needed to, like I I'm brave enough to step into that zone because it's something that out of life that I had to do. And, and you're good at it. I'm good. Like, oh, it, it, I'm still good at it. Like, I, okay. <laughs> I'm not out here like on some like wavy right. body. I'm like, I'm doing my like, I'm doing like break dancing half yeah. the time on some of these. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I will digress because this isn't <laughs> all about, I will digress because this isn't all about my uh, stripper experiences. But what I wanted out of, of, the, of the conversation is yeah. like, it, it is a, it's a part of you and it's a part of yeah. your makeup. But I also believe that I can imagine, especially being older, like you said, I mean, you kind of go about things a little different. Yeah. So I'll do my last question that I do for every guest, which is please, what advice in your thirties, like as a 30 something, what advice would you give to your 20 something year old self? And it could be about dating. It can be about relationships and all that stuff. Because okay. I guess technically you're a twenty-something self. You were a new dad, but what? what <laughs> you were. I was a new dad. I was like, I was one of those dads who were like, man, I ain't doing, I ain't doing shit with my kid. But I'm, a, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna keep it like a, a hundred with you. Like, if I could tell my twenty-year-old something right now, mm-hmm. I would tell him, you know. Enjoy this process. Enjoy what you're going through now. Mm-hmm. Make the best of it, but also understand the consequences. Mm. Okay. Have a, a better understanding of the consequences, um, but have no regrets. Yeah. I have no regrets. I have no regrets on my children. I have no regrets on the, the actions that I did. I have no regrets on maybe some of the the deviant things I've done. Okay. Because, you know, I wouldn't know what I knew, no, and I knew, I wouldn't know how to gesture and speak to certain people who are going through the same things because it's just like I have nothing to hide, yeah. but I also have things that, you know, that are too, in, that may be intense yeah. for people to understand, like, oh, they're going to label you this, this type of person. And it's just like, well, you know what? I know what I like at the end of the day. I know what I've been through at the end of the day. And I know where I would, would like to go from the reflection mm-hmm. of what I've been through. Do that. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, to my 20 year old self, you know, damn, you know, you had, you had some fun, but as my father would say, he's like, you got to think about the curve you in. Mm. You either behind the curve or you're ahead of the curve. Ooh. Co- I need to get sound effects. <laughs> like, we need to tell Clue to drop one of his know, bombs right? on this bitch. Bomb, <laughs> wow. And, and I know I met your dad. Um, yeah. I was trying to be your stepmom. <laughs> you know you what? You can probably, you can probably still step into that. It was, a, it was the second <laughs> time I met your dad. And I remember your brother. I don't even know if you were there. I think your brother was there. Cause he had introduced me and he was like, Oh no no! I met you. Yeah, you you Aaron's. I was like, yeah, that's me. And I was like, and I, I, remember, I was looking at like, and I'm like, you do remember? I'm your friend's brother. Like, I, like we. Oh met. no, my and dad was. Like, 
and, and I remember, I remember your brother looking at me, and I just remember being like, "Yeah, I'm about to be their stepmom." Oh damn! No, I was like, "You'd be like, whatever," but I know your brother would have been like, "I hate this girl." <laughs> like, oh yeah, he was like, "Yo, I hate." He would just hate me. I feel like you would just be like, "Whatever," like it's whatever. We would, I feel like we would joke about it, but I'm like, your brother, he would hate. He like. I'm never fucking no. calling my stepmom, my, pops. my bonus mom, anything like, oh, yeah, I was trying to be your stepmom. At one point, my pops your was like mom. stealing, not stealing, but he was like, my pops has a certain set of skills. Oh, God. He's a, uh, he, I'm not even going to go into anyway. that. He's he's military yeah. guy, so that's all I really need. He has a certain he's set of a, skills. Well, your dad, he's a secret dad, agent. Your, your dad is awesome, <laughs> and when you talk about gems, like that, that definitely is one, so glad you shared that, but, yeah. you know, I appreciate you so much for coming on here, sharing, and we could go we, we can go. We can have a we like I said. We we have a like volume two. Oh like, my god! Like so many, so many things. But I'm glad yeah. I could keep it in a good margin of time. Yeah, no, this is this is great, and everything you share has been awesome. And it's uh, one thing I love about it is to be able to get the different perspectives. You know, I've had single moms on here to have you as a single dad, and and your experiences is always great because there's a great contrast because it's not yeah. the same, but it's it's not the same, but it can be. So, but mm-hmm. no, I appreciate you. Being on Dating Over 30 Sucks. So, again, this is our next, our last, not our last episode, but, you know, we're we're keeping this thing rolling we're for keeping season this, two. Yes, again, make sure that you take some time to subscribe and also follow Dating Over 30 Sucks on Instagram, and that's Dating Over the number 30 Sucks, S-U-C-K-S. And you can follow me on Twitter. It is Dating Over the number 30 S-U-X. On Twitter, mm. make sure you continue to subscribe and enjoy the Please. podcast. And this season is a little different from what I've been doing in the past season. I am looking for new guests. You know, I've been blessed to have so many of my really, really great friends support and be on the podcast. But we're looking to continue to tell more stories and more vibrant stories. So make sure you slide up in my DMs. I would love slide. to have you on the show. But thank you so much, Aaron, for being here. You already thank know you. it's been an anticipated thing. Yeah, I, I feel like there's more I could, you know, speak about. We'll, we'll do more. And we'll, we'll, we'll do, do some. More. Yeah. Uh, we'll do more. We'll do we more. We may do a live something. But yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone who's listening. Bye. Bye. I love all of you. Thank you for listening. And thank you, Sassy. Of course. I love you. You know I love you. (laughs)